0: Indeed, thankful to God
1: that we can come together, and this really
0: from near and far, from many tongues and nations. Just so thankful
1: that the
0: borders came down,
1: that the Iron Curtain does
0: no more exist, and that we can just can drive freely all over Europe, from here to there. Now even we can fly. Just last Sunday in Zurich, I was reading at the airport for 28 Swiss francs from Zurich to Cologne, Bonn. So, we see it's made possible, and I think from Austria It's similar that one can fly for a reasonable price. And so we want to redeem the time which the Lord gives us. I really wish to welcome everyone from the Czech Republic, from Poland, from Slovakia, from Austria, Italy, Switzerland, from France, from Belgium, from the Netherlands, just uh, Romania also, just from near and far. Then we would like to give you greetings from half of the world, be it Nepal or Cambodia or the Philippines or India or Pakistan, be it the whole of Africa, all are greeting us. And we also are greeting all with all our hearts. May all be blessed in the name of the Lord. Brother Weilstrom is sending greetings to you in a special way. Brother Urs Graf also and some others who have phoned in and who are greeting all of us. Brother Motika from Johannesburg and Brother Daniel from Cape Town and the brethren from the Congo and from everywhere. They are greeting us from Nairobi, really, from everywhere. And we also wish to greet all who are listening in now and who are perhaps also watching. God willing, we will have the opportunity to do the transmission directly in two languages so that the whole world hears us in English and then also in German. These are just the two main languages in this time. All who speak French, they are most not angry with us. Also, they are receiving the same word. We indeed had, and I want to mention this very thankfully, we had a wonderful journey through several countries of Africa. We have some photographs here and they are displayed in our entrance area. We had in Kinshasa indeed a couple of thousands in the stadium in the football stadium, Raphael Stadium. Our brothers are here today, Brother Taki and Brother Leonard and Brother Didier, who were all there and who have experienced with us what God is doing there. When the brethren told me that I, since 30 years, regularly, from time to time, traveled and visited the African countries, then it just made me happy. We used the time to carry the word of the Lord, to sow the precious seed because before the harvest there must of course be a sowing first and we thank the Lord for all the possibilities which we had and which we have now, especially that all what God has entrusted us with, that we can spread it into all the world. I wished I could announce tomorrow morning into how many languages and to how many places and brethren Our CDs and DVDs are being sent out and by this the whole world indeed has part in the proclamation which God gave us. Then we have the following, or I have the following on my heart. In a meeting like this and worldwide, there are various needs and the Lord is always present. When we look at the Holy Scriptures, then all things were possible. All things were possible wherever the Lord was holding a meeting. People could get saved, they could get healed and blessed. And I don't want to forget to welcome all those who are here today for the first time. Would you have the courage to stand up so that we can that we know who is here today for the first time?
1: Welcome there are also five persons be welcome
0: at the first time everything is strange at the second time it's a bit better and from the third time on I can promise you everything is as it always has been yes that's how it is in life. Today I would like to encourage those by a living testimony of that what God has done
1: by healings. All who are sick may really put their
0: trust in the Lord. Just like all who are in trouble and need, they can make they may take the Psalm word to heart. Call upon me in the time of trouble, and I will save thee, and you shall praise me.
1: But we are
0: having here today the two daughters of our sister Martha and brother Vlastik in our midst,
1: and the one daughter had indeed
0: blood cancer,
1: but it was really a
0: thing which was not curable by men. Also the various therapies did not help. She had no hairs anymore on her head. Everything was hopeless.
1: And behold,
0: God healed her. Would you please stand up so that all can see you?
1: A living testimony, a living
0: testimony
1: of what God has done.
0: One just needs to place oneself into the situation when the doctors are at their end with their art and knowledge, when everything just fails, and when we then call upon the Lord, and when He then hears us, then we know that He is faithful, that He stands to His word, and that all promises of God are yes and amen.
1: So, Here is Brother Rus a living
0: testimony given up by the physicians in the hospital in Essen, and Brother Schmidt said at that time, come, let us drive to Brother Rus. It should have been his last night. That's how the doctors said farewell to him. It was not His last night, it was a new day which was breaking. A new day which was breaking. I was also here in hospital, given up by the doctors. And behold, I am still here Today, if we would ask how many had an experience with God, a large number of hands would rise into the air. So, have courage, believe where the Lord is present. There is not only teaching, there all things are possible, salvation, healing, deliverance, all things are possible for him who believes. And today
1: we just
0: want to believe that God is present and that he will confirm his word in all of us.
1: When we look into the world, then
0: it really does not look good. And especially when we look to Israel, then we indeed notice that Israel slowly but surely is being forsaken by all nations and by all governments. And somebody almost wanted to say it like in a joke in comparison with Mr. Arafat and Bin Laden.
2: We all know Arafat
0: is indeed
1: The author of
0: all the terrorism since 1968, and he received the Nobel Peace Award.
1: And then, in
0: this article, there was the question how come that one is being rewarded who only makes terror and the other one, he is wanted for 50 million dollars and if he would be found, then
1: the man who
0: betrayed him would get 50 million dollars.
1: And do we
0: know? the answer was indeed convincing. Arafat kills really only Jews.
1: Up to
0: this day, not one single tourist bus
2: or tourist group
0: was touched. His target
1: are only Jews.
0: And now on the other hand, Bin Laden and his friends want to somehow get the big Satan, the United States, under their control and are killing the nations.
1: When I heard this,
0: I was thinking by myself, huh, look. Even unbelieving people
1: are thinking about
0: what is going on and finally it will indeed be fulfilled what is written in Zechariah chapter 12 verse 3 that Jerusalem will become a burdensome stone for all nations.
1: What was standing out for
0: me in this connection is the following. God gave to Abraham the promise and has then led the people of Israel out of bondage after 400 years. And the destination
1: was the promised land. The
0: borders were mentioned. One can read it in the Old Testament, especially in Joshua, and then also in the prophet Ezekiel
2: in chapter
0: 47. Everything can be looked up, but now comes a point which actually was standing out to me for the first time in my life. It was last Sunday in Zurich. We all know that Israel went through much trouble as no other people on earth.
1: And there
0: is one point,
1: and this is written in Joshua
0: chapter 13. Joshua
1: chapter 13. A tremendous word written for our warning. Here we read Joshua 13
0: from verse
1: 1. Now
0: Joshua was old and stricken in years, and the Lord said unto him, Thou art old and stricken in years, and there remaineth yet very much land to be possessed.
1: This is
0: a point, which made me think Joshua should possess all the land with those who had been called out. This was the promise. Wherever your foot shall tread upon this is yours. This I have given you you have tread upon it by faith, it is yours. It's yours forever. And now, it is indeed written at the end, at the end of the pilgrimage of this great man of God, Joshua, that not all territories which God promised, which God gave, they were not conquered and to it belonged the land of the Philistines the Gaza strip of today Gaza is mentioned here by name in verse 3 the Canaanites and then the lords of the Philistines namely the Gazites and the Ashdodites and the Ashkelonites all territories which we already stepped upon, where we have been with tourist groups in the past years. So, what is here the lesson? A promise is only then so precious with what it contains when it literally finds fulfillment. If not, then the enemy has still the right on it. Brothers and sisters, out of this we simply have to learn a lesson, that we are now at the end of the time of grace, that we do not leave out any area, that we tread upon everything by faith that we take possession of it because God's promises remain. They do not falter as the German poem goes. Jesus has sealed with his own blood what he promises in his word. That's how the song goes. The territories which were not conquered there the enemies took their dwelling and this up to this very day up to when it is fulfilled that Gaza will be destroyed and will be no more. To me, this was really a great lesson. Also for us as the New Testament Church, just let us look into the days since the Reformation. One area after the other one, biblically speaking, was conquered but now in the last round everything everything has to be restored everything has to be possessed by faith everything is ours how should god not give us all things it just must come to the point that god can have his way with all of us by faith. Why should we hesitate? When God gives a promise, then He is behind it. Then He has taken the responsibility for it. Everything what we have to do is to walk forward by faith and God will take care of the rest. Just as he did at all times. Just think of the leading out under Moses. He did not have to shout. He just had to hit the rock. And behold, the water gushed out. Brothers and sisters, when the greatest test came, what happened? Moses lifted up the rod above the Red Sea and God divided it. Why? Because the promised land was on the other side. The promise was for the land which God promised to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob with an oath. And God had the responsibility for it. Moses did not divide the waters of the Red Sea. This God did. But Moses lifted up his rod by faith. And that was it. Where we, as the people of God, are acting in faith, there God acts. We are doing our part and God does His part. We must learn to act by faith and to possess all things what God promised us by faith. <clears throat> the word promise plays the biggest role for people who believe. For people who believe as the scripture says. He who follows the Christian or the religious news, he will find headlines Like, the final truth does not exist. One is just looking for it. Whether one finds it, nobody knows. When one hears these various arguments among the many religions, how everything should be accommodated and how one does not want to offend anyone, how all are listening nicely, be it Buddhists or Hindus or Muslims or whoever it might be. Everything is really formulated in such a way that all can agree with what is being said there. And especially with the slogan, after all, we are all having one and the same God, namely the Jews and the Gentiles, And also the Muslims. And when we then must say, that's not right, what then? Then we get problems here and there. And it's really not right. The people of Israel knows only one God, regardless of how He revealed Himself and how He even reveals Himself today. This is a fact. Christendom, and I made myself the effort today and I asked to give me a printout from the Internet about all the councils which took place. I have it here. Nicaea 325.
2: And there under.
0: the the resolution of the Caesar, a dogma was declared. And dogma means in our language, it seems. Dogma, it seems. With it seems, I cannot do anything. It does not seem it is or it is not. One of the both. And then it continues, Constantinople 381, And here the Trinity Doctrine or the Triunity Doctrine under Caesar Theodosius was introduced and was proclaimed as a final dogma. But now no prophet and no apostle knows of any three-person God that three should agree and be one in heaven loving one another conferring with one another and consulting each other. Yes, but this is what was done. And even today the Trinity Dogma is on the first place in the big churches. He who does not acknowledge this dogma, he is cursed. You can read it on here how All who did not submit to these dogmas, they were persecuted. It continues here with Ephesus. In the year 431, there Mary was declared to be the mother of God. And behold, it was a dogma. No prophet, no apostle, did ever know something about it, that God has a mother. It is written in Luke 1. Elizabeth said it, What an honor is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me. The formulation Mother of God was derived from the thought that the Son already existed as God and now coming here and now she was the mother. In the Old Testament our Lord was the great I Am. The Yahweh of the Old Testament is the Yahshua of the New Testament. The same yesterday, today and forever one can go here from council to council Constantinople to council number 2 553 and then again number 3 680 to 681 and it continues and continues and everywhere resolutions were made and all are not biblical and when I must say this then it really hurts It hurts. But it must be said that only what is written in the Bible, this only comes from God. And that with the testimony of the Holy Scripture, God said everything about Himself and about His plan of salvation and about time and eternity. And to this word, nothing can, and may be added to it. So, not dogmas, but indeed a biblical faith. Why is it written in John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Brothers and sisters,
1: we are having a
0: divine mandate and this we are not just saying, but that's how it is to preach the true word in this time without any compromise. So when we once again want to have a look into the early church and also into the 200 years past since then. Then there was really no holy water, no incense, no crucifixes, and no rosaries, no processions, no pilgrimages, no purgatory, and no prayers for the dead. There was no sprinkling of infants and no Godfathers. There was no Popes. There was no worship of Mary. My God! There was nothing like that. There was nothing like that of all what came forth later on in the fallen away Christendom. And therefore, God must indeed speak a serious word with all the people. Because we are living in a time in which really Only religious politics is being made so that all are calmed down and that all are submitting, so that the world government, so that everything can be summarized globally and so that the world community is brought under one roof. And this with referring to John 17, so that they all may be one, just as you, Father, in me, and I in you. Brothers and sisters, it must be sounded into all the world that this is the hour of God in the plan of salvation, where the true, bright Church of Jesus Christ is being called out from all error out from all traditions, really from out from all what is not in agreement with God and His Word. And now everything has to be brought back again in line with God's Word and by His grace. Let me read from Psalm 98, the first verses. Psalm 98.
1: 98,
0: sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things, for he has done marvelous things. He who likes to read John 19, verse 30, there our Lord cried out, it is finished the redemption happened. God was reconciled with mankind and that's what it's all about. Not that we should agree on some kind of thing, but that we receive the reconciliation with God and the forgiveness of our sins and thus being born into the kingdom of God by grace. In the next verse, For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm has gotten him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness has he openly showed in the sight of the Gentiles.
1: And now comes
0: the wonderful statement. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. In the German Bible translation, which some of us are reading here, in the Menge translation and probably also in the Elberfelder translation, there the Greek word Gospel is being translated as the message of salvation, the divine message of salvation which God gave to mankind through Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son. In the Old Testament, It were promises. In the New Testament we have the fulfillment. And how often shall we say it here? The New Testament starts indeed with the fulfillment of prophecy which was written in the Old Testament and which is still written there today and which can be checked by anyone who wants to know it. I would like to read Galatians 4 to this. And then also the places from Luke to put the emphasis on that that God first gives promises and then He gives the fulfillment of the same. Galatians chapter 4. Verse 4, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, made subject under the law. Here it is about the term, when the fullness of the time was come. Let us read today from Luke chapter 1, to follow up this word fulfilled, namely straight in Luke chapter 1 from verse
1: 1. Luke
0: 1
1: verse 1.
0: For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a report of those things which are most surely fulfilled among us.
1: So, about what took place there, that what happened there
0: in the kingdom of God, about about these things, things were written. And Luke also wrote, and he actually, gave a marvelous summary of what was fulfilled at that time to set forth in order a report of those things which are most surely fulfilled among us. Brothers and sisters, also we are living in the time of the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. There are really only two special generations within the time of grace. The first one lived at the first coming of Christ and we are living now before the return of Jesus Christ. And both time sections were Bible prophecy fulfilled to the letter. Worldwide, we have preached it. At the first coming of our Lord, indeed, 109 prophecies from the Old Testament were fulfilled. So, no one needed to afterward compose something together, but the fulfillment of things were summarized of what took place among them. and Just think about this also. The apostles, the disciples of the Lord, were just simple people, be it fishermen, be it tax collectors, whatever they might have been. They would not even be clever enough to formulate something but they found grace before God to pay attention to the fulfillment of all what happened in their time and we have the task to see the fulfillment of Bible prophecy in our time let's hear it again to set forth in order a report of those things which are most surely fulfilled among us. So, God watched over his word and fulfilled it. In
1: verse 20, in Luke 1, we
0: read, And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that this my promise shall be fulfilled until the day that this my promise shall be fulfilled let us go straight to verse 45 in Luke chapter 1 and blessed is she who believed for there shall be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Brothers and sisters, God is not a man that he he would have to take something back. He became man, yes, that's true, in Jesus Christ, our Lord, but yet he remained God from eternity to eternity. God keeps what he promises God never gets embarrassed. He never has to apologize. And blessed are we when we indeed anchor our faith into the promises of God in such a way that really all things fit. Then we have in verse 55 in Luke 1 the following words. As he promised to our fathers. As he promised to our fathers. In verse 70, As he promised by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. So always promises. And in these promises... Our faith is anchored, to be honest. Everything what is being believed without having a promise for it, this is just bypassing God, has no relation to God at all. God has put up His relation in this regard toward us by giving promises and watching over them to fulfill them in those who believe them. Let us read
1: from Romans, chapter 4,
0: namely, from verse 17. Romans, chapter 4. Actually, one should start from verse 13. Because here the word promise is written. Romans 4, verse 13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world or to his seed.
1: So, promise.
0: And again, promise. Verse 14. Second part, so that the faith is not made void and the promise made of none effect.
1: And then, verse 16, second part, that it
0: might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed.
1: And then comes the tremendous
0: statement in verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. what a tremendous word he who reads in Genesis chapter 1 he who reads just sketchily on the surface he will just always hear or read and God spoke and it was there but he who imagines what really happened in the moment when God spoke it out, he first must take a break and thank and worship God. God spoke
1: and it was there. He commanded and
0: it stood. The word of our God is really a word of power even today. Not only then, but let me mention this here also very briefly. Already in Genesis 1, verse 1 and 2, we read that the Spirit of God was hovering upon the face of the deep. And there, in the original text, we have really a word combination between hovering and brooding radiating warmth, not just hovering without any relation to the word which is spoken, but hovering over it as soon as it's spoken out, that it also happens. And therefore,
1: the working of the
0: Holy Spirit under the preaching of the word is so necessary and also and of this re- out of this reason it happened, that the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in fact happened on the foundation day of the New Testament Church, so that the preached word does not return void, but that the Spirit can reveal it to those who hear it and receive it by faith. Brothers and sisters, we may not just be or become a listening audience. We as the listening audience must make the experiences. The Spirit of God must radiate warmth. We once upon a time gave here the example. In the natural when when It's not easy for me to say this, but when eggs shall hatch, then warmth must come into the nest, then the hen must become a mother hen, and then she must brood, and it's not because she has wings, but because she radiates warmth, and this warmth, draws out the life which nobody sees, but which is there. The warmth draws it out. And sometime, I think after about six weeks, the time has come that on the inside, something is pecking, And then, then the life is here. We all know this. Although we are not so much close to nature in this regard. But that's how it is. When the eggs, for instance, would lie there for 1,000 years, then nothing would come up. At the most, maybe a fried egg. Not more. But, when the warmth is here, and when the brooding takes place, then the life, which is hidden there, it comes up. The same it is with us, who we are hearing the word of God. That the Holy Spirit could hover over us brooding why does it say of our Lord at his baptism and the Spirit of God came down and remained on him a confirmation that he was the Son of God the Spirit of God must come down he must hover over us something new must come up must be born and therefore it is written what is born of the flesh is flesh and what is born of the spirit is spirit. All who know about the end time message they know of course that God gave the promise before everything is brought to a reckoning before the judgments of God hit this earth and before the world would go up in flames, God promised to send a prophet with the thus saith the Lord. But also here it is necessary that we not just say the prophet said or it is written, but that we feel that we are the ones upon whom the Spirit of God is really hovering that it is not only a knowledge in our heads but that it is a seed in our soul and that the Spirit of God can come upon us fertilizing us bringing out the new life in all of us then we have the places in the prophet Isaiah. And today,
1: I just want to read
0: from chapter 53 and 57, just a few verses. Not all the chapters to show us that the Lord has a way, but that He calls us from our own ways back unto His way. Isaiah fifty three the well known verse six. Isaiah fifty three verse six We all went astray like sheep. We do not point here to others. We all who are who we are here today, we all went astray. We were all walking on our own ways from the first to the last. We are not here to judge others. And here it is also not written, all the others are going astray on their own ways. But we, we beat onto our own chest. We went astray. We were in error. We did not know the truth. Leave alone, could the truth make us free before? Let us beat on our own chest today. We all went astray like sheep, already sheep, but yet in error.
1: This one has to imagine first.
0: And when the Lord in this time calls His own out from all peoples, tongues and nations, then these are already those who As his sheep belong to him, the good shepherd, who were ordained to eternal life already before the foundation of the world, because God knew that they would hear, that they would accept, and that they would believe when he speaks to them. According to the word of our Lord from John 10 My sheep hear my voice. And so we are having here, in this
1: verse,
0: that our hand goes onto our own chest. We all went
1: astray like sheep.
0: We all have turned everyone to his own way.
1: But then the
0: Lord let all our guilt fall on Him.
1: Here is the key word, in
0: the moment where we really understand by revelation that on the cross of Calvary our way has found an end and that we were crucified there together with Christ to not live to our own selves but to live for Him who died for us. It's no good to just repeat Galatians 2 from verse 19, where Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. It must become true. One's own way must merge into God's way. And this is said here to us in connection with that that all our guilt and iniquity was laid on him. So, on Calvary, it happened. There, mankind was reconciled with God. And Paul expressed it also in Romans chapter 3 in a very special way. Romans chapter 3 verse 24 and 25
1: Romans 3, 24 and 25
0: being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness. A propitiation through faith. Why is it written in Hebrews 11, He who wishes to come to to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them who diligently seek Him So, coming to God, believing Him, and then receiving what He promised to us.
1: Then we have, in the prophet Isaiah, in
0: chapter 54, the verses
1: 13
0: and 14, Isaiah 54, 13 and 14 and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression for thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. So, here we have the layout. The Lord speaks to us and then we have straight in chapter 55 Isaiah 55 from verse 6 Seek ye the Lord while he may be found Call ye upon him while he is near, and then let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon.
1: Not the
0: switching from religion to religion, from church to church, or from denomination to denomination, or from fellowship to fellowship. A true conversion is to the Lord, return to the Lord, not to a religion, not to a church, but to the Lord. And all the ends of the earth will only see in this way the salvation of our God if we together leave our own ways. One can actually call them meanders, coming out from all meanders, agreeing with God, placing ourselves onto His side, being overshadowed by His Spirit so that all can become new in us, and so that that the divine seed really springs up. Then it says here, in verse 8, in Isaiah 55, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Hmm. To whom shall we say this today? Shall we say this to all the members of the 342 denominations? Your ways are not my ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Brothers and sisters, we are not judging, but believe me,
2: a man who
0: is following his own thoughts and ways is he's doomed. He who wants to stand before God must return. So many ways we cannot walk on. And all are really thinking to be on the right way. He who comes to Berlin, he will even find a church even a registered, registered church with the name the Church on the Way. Once I was preaching in this church, a church on the way. This may be nice and good, we don't want to judge here, but God's Word judges all of us. Not we are judging, not we are condemning, but The Word of God has indeed the last say and we must submit to what was taught and practiced in the beginning. I think it was yesterday when a kind young man said to me, can one not just be saved by faith? And it is indeed written believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your house shall be saved. But one must read on, one must read on that all who received the word, they were baptized. One must also read in Mark 16, verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It will be our lot to speak and write about it. How important it is to go with one scripture to the other one and to the next one and to the next one. To have an overall picture. He who just relies and stands on one scripture. He even can say, the thief on the cross also called upon the Lord and received the promise, verily I say unto you, today you shall be with me in paradise. And then one can go on and say, but he was also not baptized, neither in water nor in spirit, and yet he is in paradise. But you and I, we are having the opportunity, we are not hanging on the cross, it's not our last hour in which we call upon the Lord. So, we just must differentiate when we read the Holy Scripture that we are not looking for an excuse but that we are seeking for the way of God and knowing to whom and under what circumstances did He say what. And we indeed must come back to the first sermon on the day of Pentecost. And there Peter under the leading of the Holy Spirit, of course, was preaching the first sermon and saying to the multitude, Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Brothers and sisters, precious friends, to bring it here now to the point... Paul has wrote in Galatians chapter 1. And if we or an angel from heaven would preach unto you another gospel, then the curse is on us. What do we have in our time today? Who dares to say it? Everywhere, Hosanna! everywhere, Hallelujah, everywhere, Bible vocabulary and everywhere on one's own ways in the old tradition in the own doctrines everywhere and everywhere. Now what now? Who dares to say it today? As I mentioned already that in Galatians 1 the curse is on all who preach another gospel. But Nothing but nothing is preached on earth but another gospel. What is then? Then the curse has indeed come upon all the Christendom, and all are like in a ban, and no one finds his way out unless God reveals himself to him. And therefore, the serious preaching I have nothing to lose we have the task to preach the word of God, of
1: course.
0: And why? Of course, to bring the bright church there that we become one heart and one soul, to bring her to one Lord, one faith, one baptism. That it is not only written like this in Ephesians chapter 4, in verse 5, but that it becomes so in our midst, so that we do not have several teachings and going on various ways, but that we were taught by God, as we read, they all shall be taught by God. And this we humbly make use of with thankfulness of heart. Namely, that God through the ministry of Brother Branham really drew our attention just as he then could use a pole in a special way. So it indeed also happened in our time that God could take a man the simplest among the simple. But A promised prophet with a divine commission. A promised prophet whom God has sent. And Ivan then mentions this. Then comes also the argument, but prophets, they all have. The Adventists have their Ellen White and the others have their Russell and the others have their Joseph Smith, and all have and have. But when God gave a promise in His Word, and to this we will have to come back tomorrow, then there is no justification for us before God if we bypass the fulfillment of this promise. He who bypasses what God promised in His Word word and what he brought and brings to fulfillment, he who bypasses that, he is really bypassing the grace of God, which he gave us in this our time to get the spiritual orientation and to differentiate between what is from God and between what is from man. And then to see this difference as it is already written in the prophet Malachi in chapter 2. In that day you will see the difference between him who serves God and him who does not serve him. The church of the Lord Is simply separated from all the others. And so the Lord is calling out all, regardless whether they are in the Roman Church, whether they are in the Orthodox Church. Who told it to me yesterday? The Orthodox Church believes, for instance, that. The 7th of January up to the 13th of January is a time especially blessed by God where the water deep under the ice is being purified and then during these days it is collected as holy water and then it is being sprinkled upon the people for the rest of the year. Holy water. Because in the time of the 7th to the 13th of January, God himself takes care of that the water is cleansed from all germs and purified. Just imagine this.
1: We must come back
0: to the word of God. Everything else is in vain. Everything
2: everything
0: else are traditions delivered by men which have no reality whatsoever. The Holy Scripture speaks, of course, about that we were purified by the washing of the Word. Of course, not of a water which is taken from Siberia at minus 40 degrees but by the washing of the Word. Brothers and sisters, I just disagree with it that the whole world is being misled in this way or the other way. All men have the right to hear the truth of the Word of God. All people have the right to be called out and led out from all And this, of course, is the purpose of the divine message in our time. We have read the verses which were necessary. God willing, we will continue our word observation tomorrow to show how important it was and is to have part in the fulfillment of God's promises. And as at that time Luke could write that he reports of all the things which took place and which found fulfillment. God watches over His Word. He watches today over us. And we wish all the brethren, all the sisters, all over Europe, all over the world, we wish them God's richest blessing. A decision for the Lord, which no man can regret, leave alone will regret. This is the day, which the Lord has made.
1: He has made for us.
0: Let us rejoice and be glad in it and let us give Him all the glory. For the rising from on high has visited us. God reigns in His Church. We are hearing and believing His Word and the Spirit quickens it and the Spirit leads into all truth. The Spirit gives revelation because thus it is written, He will teach you all things and will show you things to come. Thanks be to our God. And let me make here the remark, our brethren who were with me on the journey through Africa, they can confirm it, how the people, Are taken along in a sermon. What kind of movement there is among the people. Brothers and sisters, we could read from Ezra when the people, as a reaction, when God's word was read by the high priest Ezra, that the people were praising so loudly that it could be heard from afar. I'm waiting for that moment where the Word of God can really speak to us in in such a way that there comes a reaction out from us. Only then I will know that we didn't sleep, but that we were awake. And only then I will know that we not only heard the Word of God, but that it was quickened and revealed unto us by the Spirit. (coughs) May God bless us. And help us. And for all who are newly added, do it as others did it already, who also were once newly added. Today, Brother Trabani told me, it's now 36 years ago since I've heard the Word of God. And he said, not one single time I doubted one single word which was preached. Brothers and sisters, we can doubt all kinds of things, but not the Word of God. God's Word is true. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but the Word of God remains forever. And when God's Word is in us, then God watches over us and fulfills His Word in us. (coughs) May all, all over the earth be blessed who are in these days hearing the promises of God and who believe the word and by this agree with God being sanctified by the word of truth being taken out from their own ways and being put onto the way of the Lord. I just wish to walk on my pilgrimage with Jesus as a German song goes. Brothers and sisters, let us say it once again. In all churches, in all denominations, they can sing, I worship the power of love. Everywhere they can sing, Great God, we praise Thee, Lord, we glorify Thy power. Everywhere, every word can be read, But what good is it when we continue on our own ways, in our own will and program? Then our singing is in vain, and the decoration with scriptures is also in vain. But come unto me, turn to me, return to me, says the Lord, all ye ends of the earth. And our Lord says, He who follows me, let him take up his cross and follow me. Let him deny himself and follow the Lord. Today we made our decision for the Lord. Either a new or we just renewed it. And this in the presence of God and we count ourselves happy, and we are thankful to God that He opened our eyes and hearts, that we indeed may see and recognize in what time we are living.
2: He, the Almighty God,
0: bless us. May He be with us. May He bless all the ends of the earth all who by faith receive His promises and having part in the fulfillment thereof. Be blessed with the blessing of the Almighty God. In Jesus' holy name, Amen. Let us stand up, let us sing together, just as I am. We keep our heads
1: bowed,
0: are closing our eyes, opening our hearts. We are in the presence of God. We have heard His word. We believe it. We believe. That we are living very close to the return of Jesus Christ. We believe that the everlasting gospel must be preached for a witness to all peoples, tongues, and nations before the end will come. We believe that. This is the time of restoration of all things, what was at the beginning.
1: Let us take heed to,
0: as we were reading in Joshua 13, he did not yet possess all things, this caused problems to the people of Israel. Why? Because the people were lacking faith, the people who were carriers of the divine promises. Brothers and sisters, it is not enough to just believe the promises we must put our foot onto every promise possessing all things by faith because all promises of God are yes and amen through Jesus Christ our Lord
1: and then he will as written he will make
0: all enemies. His footstool and we will have the victory
1: because
0: just as the victory of our Lord on Calvary was crowned by the resurrection so our victory will be
1: and we will experience the resurrection power of our Lord
0: and also today the power of God is manifested in all
1: who believe now faith is the victory which has overcome the world faith moves the arm of God faith puts
0: the enemy to flight
1: faith makes us to look up
0: to Jesus the author
1: and finisher of our faith
0: as we still remain in silent
1: prayer, let me ask whether some would like to be included in this prayer. Then raise your hand and put them down again. Thank you. Everywhere are
0: hands. Let us sing it once again, so in, in faith, him, just so as I am.
1: Glauben nur, glauben nur.
3: Glauben
1: nur. Glauben nur.
0: We thank thee with all our hearts
1: for the finished work
0: of redemption on the cross of Calvary.
1: We thank thee for the salvation of the soul for the
0: for the deliverance of the Spirit.
1: For the healing of the body.
0: And we thank thee for Mark 16, 16. where it is written, Those who believe, these signs shall follow them. Precious Lord, we believe, we believe your word, we believe your promises confirm thy word save, heal, deliver bless give revelation through thy Holy Spirit beloved Lord bless on all the ends of the earth bless especially in South America bless in Chile bless in Peru Bless in Mexico, bless, oh God, bless in Asia, bless in Europe, bless everywhere. To you, the Almighty God, we say thanks, because today, today, salvation was granted to us. Today, you spoke with us. Today, you blessed us and you gave us revelation we thank thee with all our hearts for it in Jesus holy name and all the people said
1: Amen Amen Amen
3: Hallelujah Amen Hallelujah
1: Halleluja. Halleluja. Du bist würdig. Du bist. Ore Hindung, danke Gott. Glorio
3: Hallelujah.